0: everyone to a new episode of the OTT podcast. My name is Tyler Thompson. I'm the editor-in-chief of Kentucky Sports Radio and tonight I'm joined by my co-host Fake Barney and my husband Matt. How's everybody doing? Barney, how you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Holding it down in, in uh, Charlotte, ready to, ready to open everything up even though we're, we're peaking in the number of new cases today.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's kind of the same here. Nashville is still on lockdown, but uh, the rest of Tennessee is opening up. And you just heard Gatsby go through the back door. Gatsby. No.
1: <laughs> and actually,
0: this is kind of a bit of, of play-by-play action. She just took the bone I gave her outside to bury it, but I Matt, <laughs> Matt ran her. after her and got it. She's got this weird habit of when she gets treats she really likes. Yeah. She takes them outside and buries them like dogs do in cartoons. It's it's very strange.
1: Huh. Crisis
2: averted.
0: Anyway, Matt, how are you?
2: Yo-ho-hee, <laughs> quarantine life for me. Yeah, I'm happy to be a part of the OTT podcast and uh, faithful
1: listener and happy to be here. It's I nice know. to have you not just like chiming in from the next room.
0: I know, I know. We we've had you on as a tiebreaker a couple times, but it's good to have you back on. You know. Yeah,
2: yeah. Just the the occasional cameo of a of a of a tiebreaker, but you know, uh, much I, I needed, much to needed today. So I decided to join in. All
0: right, all right. So tonight we are not going to talk about '90s television shows. No. Um, so if you're you're tuning darn in, darn it, is-
2: this is the only reason why I attended. about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm. So, so you're like, going to have like a redemption pick or something. No. I don't know. one nine two one zero got the sham.
0: Yeah, I was going to say you probably have a lot of thoughts. So.
2: I just I can't believe that that happened. I, I mean, me neither. That that's like uh, Virginia losing to that sixteen seed, whatever it was. I can't remember two years ago from right. the tournament. So,
0: but now tonight we are going to talk about how our lives have kind of changed the past almost fifty days. Um, we've been in quarantine. This is the seventh week for me and Matt, and what I'm, I'm assuming the same for you all, Bernie, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, since we're about to open up and and we're all going to die now, uh, we might as well just <laughs> recap everything. It's like an right. Independence Day when when they're staring up at the at the pretty at the pretty lights, and they're like, "Oh, look, it's opening up!" You know, it's it's it, we're opening up, and then and then the green stuff comes out and <laughs> wipes everyone out. That's uh, that's that's of course not what's going to happen, but. but.
0: Yeah. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen? And I think for a long time and still to some extent today, the uncertainty about everything just it made it so you didn't want to talk about quarantine and, you know, reality and such, but we're 50 days into this almost, and I feel like we're all kind of ready to reflect on it a little bit. Maybe it's because you can look at, in some ways, it seems like there's a light in the end of the tunnel. And in other ways, there isn't. <laughs>
1: there's something at the end of the tunnel.
0: <laughs> right. Um, so we came up with three questions kind of about quarantine life. And we we put them out on Twitter for our listeners to give us their answers and their thoughts on. And the response was really, really awesome. Like, I put it out probably around noon. We're We're recording this on a Thursday night. And, yeah, I retweeted
1: it about five.
0: Yeah, and in, in like six hours, we've gotten a ton of really, really good responses. And I think that's just because people are kind of ready to talk about it. It's not, so. we're not like still escaping to, you know, things to get our mind off of it or whatever. We've all like settled into this and it's kind of almost become a way of life, which is yeah weird. And I we're on straight. a
1: precipice. I mean, w- whether... W- w- this is going to go one way or the other. We are at a crossroads here where this is a good point to look back because it's almost like we're about to take this dive off of a cliff and find out whether or not the parachute works. I mean, so it's a good time to look back on, on this journey. We're going to either, you know, look back and say, man, that was a crazy couple months, or we're going to look back and, and, you know, it's going to become very familiar again. And it's going to be one of those two things. I don't think there's really, you know, anything that can happen more in, in the middle.
0: Right. Yeah. So let's just dive into question number one. Um, we'll answer them first and then we can maybe go through the Twitter responses to each question. Does that sound good?
1: Yeah. That's fine. Maybe we kind of mix it up. Like, you know, one of us answer it and then we'll do a few Twitters. Whatever you want to do is fine.
0: Yeah. Okay. So first question What is the first thing you're going to do when quarantine is over? And this is assuming, let's, yeah, I know this is going to happen in phases, right? But let's just say no restrictions. Like if okay. it ended today and you could do whatever the heck you wanted. Code green. Code yeah. <laughs> green, phase four or whatever. 15 you know. go. Yeah. 15 go. <laughs> whatever it would be. Let's start with Matt, our special guest. Matt, what would be the first thing you would do when quarantine is over?
2: I, I think I would want to go out to a local neighborhood establishment um, and have a drink or maybe six. With, <laughs> with, patronize with, the junk at <laughs> <of> it with, <laughs> with, with uh, my, my good friends uh, because we really haven't done that in a while. And there is nothing that I look more forward to after a hard day's work or, or just a, a bad day than to be able to connect with my friends over a beer or or a few and just, um, you know, talk about something other than what's kind of bringing us down and talk about the stuff that's really kind of bringing us up.
0: Yeah, that's mine too. Um, Just being able to go out and hang out with my friends, you know, like a lot of people we've been doing Zoom meetups and Zoom happy hours and it's gotten to the point, like, we're doing Zoom game nights where we're doing, like, family feud and, like, trivia and bingo. And it's all really, really fun. And, you know, we've gotten used to it. But it's it's not the same, you know. And it's one thing to, like, see your friends on a computer screen. And it's another to actually be around them. And not just that, but be around people in a social setting. Not even people that you know. Just, like, being on a porch when it's nice out and just... yeah everybody enjoying themselves and instead of like walking around with masks on and, you know, looking like they're scared that you're going to get within six feet of you. Um,
2: well, and then the, another thing for me, and I'll just say this real quick and go to Barney, but it's not even just about seeing my friends. It's about seeing the people in my community. Yeah. Uh, because we, we know our bartenders, we know our servers, even though they're not close friends, we, we have a relationship with yeah. them. They're the, the, you know the neighborhood regulars that you you know catch up with, and not seeing those people and wondering how they're doing is you know uh, something I'm missing out on. Something I'd like to hit, touch base with and, and hear how everybody's doing after
1: all this.
0: All right, Bernie. What about you? What's the first thing Matt, you would do? Matt, you're
1: uh, you have a sibling, right? Yeah, I have an older brother. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I, I think I think this is a little different for me. I'm an only child, and so I you know part of this is I have just just grown used to doing things by myself and been fine with that now I'm an out I'm an extroverted person I love being out with everybody but I also you know am pretty good at finding ways to entertain myself and be okay with being by myself from time to time so I haven't totally hated this um, I have really missed my friends which kind of leads to like the thing that I like to do um, which is probably the first thing that I like to do is so I like to play guitar. You guys know that. I occasionally plays play guitar with, no, with Vince Gill, you know, from Time. <laughs> uh, you know, me and Vince, we hang out. We, Humble we uh, yeah, we, you know, we 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 pick the strings a little, but but no. So playing guitar is a t- is one thing that it's kind of like video games or anything else. Like you can do it by yourself, but it's way more fun when you're with friends. And yeah. so I had to find a lot of things like that as an only child growing up. You know, video games is one thing, or like, playing music was one thing, you know, where you can have a ton of fun by yourself. But it's just a whole different experience when you're playing with other people. And I think that, you know, we, we are missing out on something. If you guys know, and Matt, you actually might be the person to talk to about this because your technical skills and stuff. But there is not an app or a, um, a video way or anything like that for musicians to virtually play together right now. Uh, because of latency um and so like there's so there's are
0: a, you like the delay like exactly on yeah. yeah
1: and so like when you play video games for some somehow they're able to you know you have someone who is the um like the host and then everyone kind of jumps on with their bandwidth I guess I don't know how to describe it but there's not like a lag unless that person loses internet or has like internet issues, so whoever's got the fastest internet, if everybody kind of latches onto them. You can enjoy a video game without any kind of lag. And with music, someone they just have not figured it out. There's no app out there. There's several apps where you can like, you'd have to play the same three chords over and over again, and then after, and then it almost kind of records itself, and then you can start playing on top of it. But, like, all of the choirs and stuff that you've seen uh, that have become really popular on the quarantine are all post-production stuff. Like, it's not live. Those people did not sing live. They all had, um, you know, playback stuff that they were listening to and singing on top of. And then they sent that to somebody who mastered it. And so I have really missed playing music with my friends uh, because there's just not a way to do it over Zoom, which just seems crazy to me.
0: Right yeah i mean i guess you're relying on everybody's internet connection right so i
2: i don't even think it's that it's just it's 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 the sync process right so exactly i I don't have a good answer for you barney but i'll try to explain a little bit just from my own previous experience and i don't think the technology has gotten any better to be honest uh but it's you know if you think about a, a, a music beat it it happens you know in you know, a very small time frame. Right. That importance of that sync is really, really critical yeah. for it to
1: sound really right. good. It'll right. sound
2: like okay if you're off just a little bit, but the more you're off, the more it's just a, a hot mess. It's
1: impossible. Have you ever tried singing happy birthday over the yes. phone with other people? It's th- So that's it. I mean, you that's can't even, example. yeah, you can't even play. Like you can't even play music that way. And there has to be a way. I mean, think about what a game changer that would be Uh, probably would actually hurt a city like Nashville where people are having to travel there. But think about if you were living in California and you could record live with someone in Nashville, um, you know, I mean, I I just can't believe that we can't do that even at a low quality right now. So that's what I've really missed. So I'm going to get all my guitar playing buddies together and maybe we'll meet, you know, some of the ones in Kentucky and the ones in Tennessee and the, One's in North Carolina. Maybe we can meet, you know, in Asheville or something. But I, I just can't wait to play guitar with, with my friends.
2: I I think you could probably sync it up in post-production, but doing it live It's not really the same it, thing. It's, it's not hard. the same thing. Yeah, no, you definitely yeah. can sync
1: it up in post-production because you've seen, like, all those really cool, like, choirs and things that people have done. Um, and, and it's also been neat because it's allowed... Uh, students who have been practicing over the entire semester for like a concert to still be able to have that concert, you know, virtually, I've seen some of those videos on YouTube. Those are really, really cool. If you haven't, you know, check them out, but, but yeah, you just can't have that experience of just sit down and jamming with your, with your buddies, Uh, which is not something that I like super miss until
0: you're told you can't do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, have y'all, y'all noticed anything else like that where it's not, it's something that you would have been fine until they told you you couldn't do it. Oh, totally. I mean, initially I thought you were talking about just music and
2: I'm, I'm not a musician player, but you know, I, I grew up in Nashville, so I know many musicians and a lot of their Facebook feed is darn, I miss playing,
0: yeah,
2: you know, drums or music or guitar, or whatever. Or concerts, with, you guys. With my friends and I, I can't do it anymore. Well, I mean, for some of these guys, it's, it, it was a even if you didn't have a gig coming up you still practice every single week and it going right. to you know the practice room wherever that was could be somebody's house could be a storage unit and you never know in in, in, in Nashville yeah uh, and and it, it it was a social connection it was a way for you to connect as a friend. Not just verbally, but, but musically, because you kind of Absolutely. talk to each other through your
1: instruments. You totally get it, man. That's what I miss right now. That's what I miss right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's all good points. Um, I'll run through some of the answers on Twitter, because there were some really good ones.
1: Oh, uh, I got baby bops, too. Um, hers yeah. was, uh, just like you guys, go out to a fabulous dinner and have someone mm-hmm. else make me an old-fashioned or three.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just like, yeah, uh, that was so to, nice, going to Jeff Ruby's for a yeah. nice steak and wine. Yeah, and yeah. And yeah She's never life. been to Jeff Ruby. Actually, I've never been to Jeff Ruby's. I've never been to Jeff, any Jeff Ruby's. Uh, there was one in like Louisville and Cincinnati, and then there's one in Lexington now. I can't wait to go.
0: Yeah, it, it's good stuff. Um, let's see. Nick Roush uh, chimed in. He said $1 beers at Churchill Downs, which <laughs> if you know Nick, he's a huge, huge horse racing fan. And he is especially sad this week because it was supposed to be Derby Week, but it's not. Um, a lot of people echoed what Matt and I said about and baby Bob going out to dinner, <clears throat> going out to a bar, having a beer. A lot of people said having like a family get together, being able to hug your family has been a, a really popular response. Um, Billy Sewell says hug everyone. Allison Megan, who's a teacher said hug all of my third graders, which I thought was sweet. Um, an interesting one that I actually thought about this morning. So I'm, I'm running the night shift on KSR tonight. We kind of all alternate who does it every week. Um, so tonight was my night and I'm being negligent because I'm podcasting, but that's okay. No,
1: there's no news um, breaking right now.
0: <laughs> right. I, I stopped the queue. You know, I scheduled things out. But uh, one thing I wanted to do, like, I used to do the days I had to work nights, like when I'd have the day off, I'd go see a movie. Oh yeah! I was like, I woke up this morning. I was like, that would be so awesome. Just go see a movie in the middle of the day. Can't do that. Um, Katie B had the same thought. She said, I want to go to the movies. I refuse to let Sonic the Hedgehog be the last thing. It's
1: a great point. And they postponed Bond. Oh gosh.
0: Yeah. Uh, Emily Roberts also said, go to the movies. Um, A lot of people have said, get a haircut um although if you're a guy and you've got a wife and or you could do it yourself we we took the plunge of cutting matt's hair last weekend and i think it went pretty well i, I was think scared. yours
1: went better than any pictures that i've seen anywhere so props to both of you guys uh, yeah. uh props for to for your courage there matt that's a lot of um...
0: <laughs> he was great throughout it all because i was really scared i'd never done anything like that and yeah, you know, there are a million tutorials on YouTube, and I even found, like, Kim Kardashian's hairdresser had done a tutorial. I was like, okay, I'll watch that. But it's still, you know, the clippers are easy. But when you have to use the scissors for, like, the top part, that's...
2: When you're saying the clippers, you're talking about the trimmer. This
0: yeah, the... yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the, the scissor part was what scared me. And so, but Matt was great. He was like, you know what? If it sucks, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, well, my, my crazy.
2: My best yeah. advice is: look, don't put any pressure on yeah. your significant other to get it right. They're
0: terrified because it's <laughs> Pop is like super. And-
1: she's super cocky about it. She, <laughs> my, my new, uh, my my uh, uh, clippers and stuff are coming tomorrow. She's really? really excited. She she's very confident, and she I think she must have cut like some ex boyfriend's hair or something. <laughs> because every time I ask her about, she's like, "Oh, I've cut hair before," and then I'm like, "Well, whose hair have you cut?" And she'll be like. Yeah, you yeah,
0: know, yeah. and I'm like, what?
1: Somebody. Yeah, yeah, for people. And I was like, you yeah, know, what <laughs> so, so anyway, um, I, I'm probably gonna get her, you know, ex-boyfriend due from like, you know, nineteen, <laughs> you know, ninety nine or something.
2: Well, now, don't put pressure. That's right. that's my main rule is you got to be cool because that's just gonna make them more nervous when they're cutting their hair. And, and I- if it goes bad, who cares? Right. It's gonna grow back.
0: Wherever it was going
2: to grow back, it was still going to grow back, and you'll you'll get another shot next time. We'll just buzz yeah. it. We'll just buzz it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I once I got over the fear and got through the first couple cuts. Like yeah, you know, there's different methods or whatever you use. But once I kind of got the hang of it, I actually really enjoyed it. Like, it was kind of good for my OCD because you can be, like, a perfectionist with it.
1: Yeah, but it was Matt's hair. You're not going to be, like, touching Oh, I'm not
0: doing strangers. it to my own hair. I mean,
1: you're, I know, but even, like, a stranger's, you're like, oh, I liked it so much. Like, you're not going to start, like, doing that on the side. That's gross. I
0: no. And then, uh. <laughs> you know where
1: Matt's hair has been. <laughs> That's true.
0: We, uh, texted my family the pictures and we were like, we survived or whatever, and my brother-in-law Mark was like, "Oh man, yeah, there you go. You'll save so much money and post quarantine life." <laughs> and I was like, "Nope, nope, like <laughs>
1: it's not happening."
0: Yeah, well, I cut my hand and like, yeah. Just oh, really? Between, oh, god. Yeah, I, between that and all the, the the worry and the anxiety, I was like, "It's worth the price of a professional." So,
2: I mean, your cut was more than acceptable. And quite honestly, <laughs> when we go back to my stylist and I show it. him the pictures, I I think he'll be like, "That's." That's pretty good, considering... Take him him
1: the picture of of Tyler's cut and be like, look, I want it exactly like this.
0: (laughs) I need to go see him before Matt does. I'm not cutting my hair, because I would just... Women's hair is an entirely different story. But um, anyway, so some more responses that I thought were really good. No traffic has been a big one. Um, It's Yeah, like a lot of people are just saying they've appreciated... Um being able to drive around. Um oh wait, I'm skipping ahead on questions.
1: Yeah, I was about to say the yeah, first like, question that's the
0: first thing you would do is no traffic. The yeah,
1: first thing I would do is is take away the traffic.
0: Um sporting events, a big yeah. one. John Wilmhoff, who used to work at KSR and ESPN said he would go to a Reds game whenever it would happen. Freddie Maggard, who works at KSR, you know, obviously. Awesome Freddie said, go to a football game, travel, another big one.
1: Yeah, we can't wait to travel again.
0: I know. Kenzie Bernhardt said, travel to go see all my friends in other cities, Chicago, Cleveland, Nashville, Louisville. Emma Kaiser said, go visit Nashville. Don Tucker said, travel to the islands. Um, it's That's going to be one of the things. When is it going to be – I know it will be safe to travel at some point, obviously. But yeah. when are you going to feel comfortable getting on an airplane and Man. going to a totally different place?
1: I'll see how this. Let's see how this month goes. I mean, you know, yeah. when people get out and about, and I mean, there's not going to be any way to hide it. Um, you know, anybody that's saying it's all oh, deep state and conspiracy and right. this and that or whatever, it's all going to hit the fan one way or the other. Um, so we'll find out.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's see. We should move on to question two. Question two is one thing you've learned during quarantine. Barney, I will let you start us off.
1: So I've learned how much of my day was taken away from a commute in a car. Yeah. Like I, I don't think I. I mean, I think I realized it, and I actually liked that time because it was really kind of my time, my alone time, as mm-hmm. I had about a thirty to thirty-five minute commute. Um. And, my, and it was a non-stressful commute, so it wasn't like in Nashville where it's like you have to pay attention to traffic and stuff. I basically could get on the highway and set the cruise control at 70, and I had, you know, a good, you know, 30, 35 miles I needed to drive. So, I mean, it was not a lot of traffic, a very non-stressful drive. But yeah. I didn't realize how much that hour, um, you know, hour and 10 minutes took out of every single day. Um, having that time in the morning to, like, uh, just have a cup of coffee uh, with my family. And uh, another thing I was telling you guys is that I found time during, you know, to exercise because when I get home at the end of the day, uh, basically I would commute, you know, have my commute. At, and then we'd be like rushing to eat supper or before it got too late. And then we put my daughter in bed and then, you know, it's nine o'clock and I'm just wiped out. Like I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm not, and I'm not a morning person. So there was really no time of the day to, for me to exercise. If I tried to get up and exercise in the morning, I'd be so, I wouldn't give it my all because I'd be falling asleep, you know, like while I'm yeah. doing it. Yeah. And so there was really just never a good time for me. And being able to to get an hour of my life back, I've been able to spend, you know, 30, 35 minutes of that, you know, of, you know, exercising and the rest of that time, uh, you know, just getting a slower start of the day without it just being so frantic. I, I guess I just didn't realize how much time was spent. In the uh that I was wasting of my life each day in the commute
0: yeah I mean Matt your commute's not that bad but I mean about
1: 20 minutes
0: yeah but still I mean that's 20 40 minutes you get back every, every day.
1: day and it multiplies yeah. yeah I mean have you noticed that Matt in your day
2: um I definitely recognize about having that time uh in your commute because I would use that time to listen to any or all podcasts. Right. Um, because with nature of my work, I just can't listen to podcasts or music while I'm working for the most part. But I could catch up on the radio podcast or a podcast about a, a TV show that I'm watching. And the time to do that was on my commute to and fro. Uh, so you've so, actually
1: kind of missed that time.
2: Uh I, I I miss the opportunity. I don't necessarily know if I miss it. It's just something that I I I, I don't do anymore. So, I got you. <laughs> Um, yeah.
0: What's the one thing you learned, Matt?
2: Wow. Um. So I had to really think about this a lot, and I was trying to keep it somewhat light hearted, but I, I, I'll I'll do my best to be in between as much as possible. Um. What I learned is that. A lot of our priorities are kind of out of whack. Um, and while we thought that our lack of getting our priorities straight um, wasn't necessarily the best thing in our, in our lives, uh, I didn't realize just how much it maybe has lowered our quality of life by not having our priorities straight.
1: So we say are, you mean like Americans or you and Tyler or like, who are you talking about? Uh, us as a society,
2: okay, okay. Um, so i'll I'll point out the most easiest ones without getting too political or sensitive or whatnot. Uh, I don't think we as an American society are very clean. Uh, I don't think we we prioritize the necessity of good clean, clean hygiene and hygiene and 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 just overall, like when you know Tyler and I have gone on runs and we'll see, trash on the side of the road and it's just kind of just dirty and you start realizing that, wow, we we tend to be more cleaner and or more clean or better handling of our food and thinking about, you know, Hey, if I touch something, I, I kind of own it now. Right. Touch it. Somebody else touches it. I don't want to know how many people touch it. And I think that was something that maybe we really kind of forgot and maybe we should probably think a little bit more about. And you well, guys have
1: seen the environment graphs too, haven't you?
2: But and then so that's the other thing, a couple other things is wow, look how better our 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 air can be. I and, know, it's crazy. And the animals and the parks and everything else that we would all come back into life if we would just give the environment a break every once in a while right. for it to sort of kind of catch up. Another thing that I would add is is that you know, we have a neighborhood with a lot of children. And yeah, they would, they would play a lot, but during this whole quarantine, they're outside all the time. All <laughs> and they're, on, the they're time. on their bikes, they're chit-chatting yeah. away, they're playing games as much as they can, you know, while keeping their social distance and stuff like that. Right. And uh-huh. they never really did that much before. And now oh, it's yeah. kind of a thing. Uh-huh. And, uh, and that, that's a that good thing, man.
0: Yeah, it's a great
2: thing. I, 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 you know... At, children may have said, "I may have have had a higher priority of be, being inside, playing video games, doing sure. my own thing. But my higher priority should have been like going outside and riding my bike and getting some fresh air." And, and that's and awesome. Yeah. So, so just our priorities kind of being a little bit out of whack. And if we really had to think about it, then maybe we would, you know, uh, be less selfish. Which was something that I think somebody responded to as they're going yeah. to as well. Yeah, yeah, those are all awesome. good.
0: That's uh, really good points. um Mine were, I I learned to cut men's hair. <laughs> I,
1: learned,
0: I learned to cut Matt's hair. I, I won't say all men. Yeah, say
1: all Matt. men men's hair. All the men come to Tyler and Matt's house for your um,
0: i I I was gonna say what Matt did about how like we've learned a lot about our neighbors just because we see them a lot because everybody is outside all of the time. Like,
1: do you like everything you've learned? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think so. That's
1: good. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I mean, I know some of our neighbors, whereas before this, I didn't. You know, our neighborhoods really tight knit, But I don't think we knew more than the people like on either side of us. Yeah. By name. You know, we but we've met kind of a lot of people. Um, That's good. It's, yeah, it's drawn us closer. Yeah. Um, that's another thing you start
2: caring more about the people
1: around you yeah. when it's the only people that you see on
0: a day-to-day basis. Yeah.
1: Well, I was thinking about that earlier uh, when, on KSR, the UPS guy that called him was like, people, please stop <laughs> talking to me. Did y'all hear that? Yeah. That was great. <laughs> but it was funny because it made me think about that when Matt was talking about like the relationships that you guys have, like locally with the bartenders and waitresses and stuff, like where you don't really know them, but like you see them and you know them by name and you have a conversation. And yeah. it's like right now, really, the only person that you can do that with is the mailman and the, and you know, once a week, the garbage guy.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, we don't have kids. So, in a, in a way, that's our friends and the people we see around our community are family. Yeah, no um, doubt. I, another thing I've learned is that I, I really enjoy the video game Zelda. Um, <laughs> so we got a nintendo switch which has been great uh we got it to play mario kart with my nephews and stuff which we've done and it's been really fun but you if you get the online subscription to nintendo you can play all the old like super nintendo and right. games, and one of them is zelda linked to the past and oh my god it has been like a trip back to my childhood.
1: Like, yeah, I, video games are a great escape. I that's the first thing that I did. I think I told you that when I when this all this happened was I downloaded the Assassin's Creed uh, um, yeah, yeah. Greek game, and you can like just go through after you've beaten the game, you can go through and find all the little puzzles and solve them and stuff. And it's just a way for you to do something that kind of keeps your mind engaged, but not really. And it's yeah. just. I don't know. It is it's a calming thing.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um so I'll read some that we got. Uh Nick Roush said being grounded isn't so bad for the first month, but month number 2 is when it really hurts.
1: <laughs>
0: I would agree with that. I mean, although in some ways I've gotten a lot more used to it in month 2, so it hasn't been as bad, but then there's just like the whole when is this going to be over? Like, okay, we got it. We've done this for a month. But
2: I think month one was hard for me. Month two, I settled in.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, that's it. That's another thing I learned, too, is that, you know, I try to be positive and look on the bright side a lot and have a good perspective. But you're going to have days during this when you just are having a bad day. And, you know, everybody has bad days all the time. But I would try and talk myself out of it. Like, you know, there are people going through a lot worse things to you. And that's certainly true these days. But you know what, sometimes the anxiety of all this just gets to be too much. And you know what? You don't have to be positive all the time.
1: All right. So I can't take credit for that. My uh, The guy that married me and Baby Bop, uh, he's the one that told me that. He was like, look, it's okay to not be okay. It's just not okay to stay that way. And it's just something I've never forgotten because it's true.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's Perspective is good. Although, you know what, you can have a pity party if you want. That's right it's okay um, things let's see and if it's not okay you can just leave
1: <laughs> that's right if you don't like that you can you can just take that and leave i know matt was matt was trying to talk about like not getting political There, so we're like yeah look that's welcome here as long as you agree with me and tyler if not
0: you know, <laughs> as, long as you welcome, agree with everything you're, that we you're, you're
1: welcome you're welcome to see yourself out
0: <laughs> um, a lot of people said house projects um Let's see. Jerona said, "House they that they've done the one thing that they've learned. House projects, painting, organizing, etc., get really boring when that's all there is to do." Very true. <laughs> Baby Bob said, um, "I'm
1: not all that patient, um, <laughs> but and then although I love my toddler, I function better with a routine."
0: <laughs> routines are important for like parents and kids.
1: Yeah, routine routines are are good. Um, you know, we we like to. To switch things up to have fun every now and then, but sometimes you know, it just just every day, just being wild and crazy is just you know, yeah. yeah too
0: much. I agree. Um, Jennifer Riley had probably my favorite answer to this. Um, she said, "The one thing she's learned during quarantine is there are some things I convinced myself I wasn't doing because I didn't have the time. I've learned I just don't want to do them."
1: Oh, yeah, this is a priority thing, like Matt was saying, yeah.
0: Well, it's just like, yeah, I did this today, you know, I had the the morning off. I was like, okay, well, you know, I, I need to do some stuff around the house. There's like this light fixture we have that they're like glass jars with an Edison bulb in them. Yeah. And we haven't cleaned it probably since we put it up. And so the glass jar part's really just smudged and gross. And I was like, <laughs> I could do that. And then I was like, I don't really want it to do that. That's hard. Um, Let's see. Mama Dunn has learned how to conserve toilet paper. Ew. That's that's good. Um, Debbie L. Gianni says you can't use Kleenex like toilet paper because it clogs up your pipes. Really? Apparently so. Um, Also, she learned that you can freeze eggs, which I did not know.
1: I did not know that. Now we've all learned something.
0: I know. Um, Freddie Maggard said he has learned that he could not be a school teacher.
1: (laughs) He must be having to do some homeschooling. Yeah. Math is hard.
0: Yeah. If you listen to the, uh, KSR football podcast, you would hear Freddie Maggard talk about how he's having to help his kid with her math,
1: fourth (laughs)
0: fourth grade math. And it's really difficult.
1: There's going to be a whole bunch of kids that go back to school and they're going to be doing like carrying the one and stuff. And, and, uh, (laughs) it's going to be the, it's going to be the undoing of the common core.
0: Yeah, so Allison Megan, who's a teacher, said the one thing she's learned is it's way easier to teach 65 children of strangers than to teach her own two at home.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's, that's that's all good answers. I mean, I, that's very true. A lot of people learned how to cook or bake. Yeah. Katie V. said she learned how to pickle onions, which okay. is Emily Roberts learned how to bake from scratch. Like, I, I think that's interesting that that's become like a therapeutic kind of thing. Like, yeah, making...
2: just imagine what you would have learned had I not cooked all your meals for oh, you. Oh, well, th- I
0: mean, it's therapeutic for you. Hey, Matt, do you Matt Matt's
2: cooking.
1: Like I don't have a choice to go out and have somebody cook for me. <laughs> I, Matt's I, don't cooking. I don't blame you one bit, Tyler. If I if Matt lived in my house, I'd be begging him to cook every meal, too.
0: Exactly. Like I'm just gonna echo Hank Bramblett, who said the one thing he has learned how to do is how to turn on his stove. Seriously.
1: <laughs> Good for Hank.
0: Yeah, exactly. Sitting around um, rigging
1: questions for our list of Cups. <laughs> I
0: that's know. Richmond, Richmond is, coming is uh, soon. That.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um,
0: all right, With so Bramblitt. the third yeah, the third question is what is your favorite part of quarantine? And I had a disclaimer for this one. I put favorite in quotes because, you know, quarantine sucks, but there have been perks or silver linings that you're able to find. Um, Let's see. Barney, do you want to go first on this? I went first
1: last time. Y'all go first.
0: Okay. I'm trying to think of what mine is. I'll go first. Um, Mine is how convenient some things have gotten. Like curbside pickup or online ordering or, you know, food delivery you know, a lot of that existed before this, but everywhere you can get it now. Like,
1: but not for long, Tyler. Imagine if this happened like two years ago. I mean, we had never heard of some of these features that we're taking for granted now.
0: Yeah, I know, but I love it so much. Oh like, yeah, me too. Able to to go onto like your a website and order everything you need from the grocery or the wine store or wherever, or like takeout, and then not only having like you either go pick it up and you don't have to go into the store or someone just brings it to your door. You don't even have to interact with them. They but just We were talking about this day at day
1: dinner tonight, you know, when, when baby bot moved here, when we got married in 2016 from New York, you know, she was used to all these things in New York city, you know, uh, having her groceries delivered and stuff and all the food mm-hmm. delivered. And, and like now, I mean, that's commonplace, but Four years ago when she moved back here, I mean, she had to get used to not being able to do any of that anymore. Right. I mean, imagine this has happened back then when we didn't have the apps and didn't already have the infrastructure kind of set up to do that. It would have been even more crazy.
0: Yeah.
2: The the ability just to have alcohol
0: delivered delivered
2: from your restaurant (laughs) is just crazy.
0: Or your favorite brewery. yeah, Yeah,
2: I mean i had a stack of beer ordered from beard iris which is not yeah, our yeah. favorite but 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 one of the top ones but if 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 our favorite breweries, fifth Lentz, was still up and running but they're not because they got damaged by the tornado that happened before oh although, no yeah i would have been all over fifth Lentz and i would have had a weekly order come in from from them and i would have Encouraged them to hang out on a porch as they delivered it and said, hey, why don't you just sit here while we drink a beer with you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and I don't want that to change. I, I, I mean, I'm still going to go to the tap room, but right. just the sheer convenience of some of the places that never delivered before it, and, and legally couldn't deliver before has now changed. Yeah. yeah.
0: You got to think that they're going to extend those walls. You can't go back.
2: I yeah. mean, you've opened up Pandora's box. Right. right. That's right. That's right.
0: So is that yours, Matt?
2: Um, no. I mean, it definitely is one of mine. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. If I had to think about something different, you know, the dog might decide to come in. <laughs> um, let's see here. Favorite thing.
1: Um I can, I can go, you. I can go while Matt's thinking. So yeah, go, go so, ahead, uh, Barney. So my, my favorite thing is is it kind of goes along with the thing that I learned about the time. It's not just my commute though. It's just I've I've actually kind of enjoyed it. I mean, I there's I've definitely had bad days, and I've mm-hmm. and I've definitely had days where I've missed my friends. Like I've said, you know, I've missed being able to play music and stuff. But I have just really been able to, and I think we've talked about this. Like I've been able to just find the good part in this. Like, um, like just w- when I'm doing when I, the exercise thing has been big for me. I've been sleeping better, you know, after I was having like crazy dreams and stuff. Like I think that just like the physical part of it kind of I mean, when you get the realization that you're gonna get this thing probably eventually, unless they come up with a with a with a cure. So all you can do is try to make your body as healthy as possible try to fight it off, I guess. And and you just kinda of come to that realization, and I've just enjoyed you know, not just like family time I to be like sappy or anything, but it's just it has been nice like to work yeah. in my short in my gym shorts. Like, I mean i i I used to have to get dressed. You know, not always in a suit, is, but like, well, sometimes. But like, and I don't mind wearing a suit. I'm not a person that's like, oh, I hate wearing a suit. Like, so I like getting dressed up from time to time. And I think I think that's going to be something that I take away from this is that my favorite part about it is that I've enjoyed you know being able to work from home. I'm going to fondly look back on this time, um, I think, uh, as time that I got to spend more time with, with family and get adjusted. You know, we just moved. And so I've had a ton of time to be able to, like, unpack things that I That's wouldn't have cute. had. Yeah, I mean, you know how it is when you yeah. when you move. Like, you know, and I, I've just been trying to, to look at the good parts about it. I don't want to do this forever. I'm excited about being able to put on a suit and, like, go to a meeting and be with other people and have some variety. But this thing hasn't been that bad. And there's been a lot of parts about it where, you know, I think we've all learned things about each other. We've already talked about that. I think that we've all become a little bit better, like Matt was saying, as a society or we should learn from this. And I think that there's going to be, when we, you know, five years from now, we look back on this time, I don't think we're going to look at it as just this total bummer time. I think there's going to be things that, have built character out of it and that's been my my favorite part about it
0: that's really really good matt have you come up with anything
1: yeah so um we
2: have done a lot of zoom stuff yes Ours and of Zooms. i've i've actually looked forward to that um so not to say that we don't as a friend group get together but it's oftentimes that we don't all get together that's true. <laughs> and we don't yeah. all get together with a singular purpose. Like, we have certain events that we might do. Like, if we hosted the Derby party, we yeah. knew everybody would come. But a random Friday happy hour, we might get half of our crew come. That come makes sense. yeah. And we've talked about doing a game night. And everybody thinks it's kind of, not everybody, but certain people think, well, it's kind of just cheesy. I just don't, you know, want to do it, organize it, everything else like that. Now it's become a thing. If we do a happy hour, ninety percent of the time ninety percent of the time everybody who we invite shows That's up. That's
1: awesome. Because they don't have an excuse. And...
2: You know they're not doing anything else. Yeah, there. exactly. You can't yeah. be like, Well, they what can't are you doing? Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's uh it uh even my family, uh and I, I talk to my brother a lot. Uh, I my my dad isn't always uh the easiest to get on the phone sometimes where he just sort of like talking on the phone i think he actually likes more uh you know face-to-face quote-unquote interaction uh he he kind of liked the zoom uh and that's cool glad that we could could talk about it so using that tool and technology which initially maybe i i kind of thought was kind of a little bit of a lame thing to do um even like two years ago our workplace was really encouraging us to use the video phone to communicate. Right. And a lot of people were sort of kind of against it because they just didn't like being on camera and that whole intrusion. Yeah. Now I, I sort of embrace it a bit more. Yeah. Um, and I, and, uh, you know, the novelty hasn't worn off really, quite honestly. Same
1: here. Yeah. With my work calls, I think everyone's taken the little piece of tape off of their camera. Um, and uh, I know that piece of tape. Yeah. <laughs> and And I mean, and everybody just kind of automatically put that there um and and it I think it was probably about two weeks ago for us that we just kind of wanted to see our team and and everybody and I think I just kind of grinned like a little kid the entire time, just seeing other people besides my immediate family.
0: Oh, that's great, I mean yeah it's it's we're all learning how to cope with it, and um i I do wonder like once that we go back to whatever the normal is. Are we going to still do Zooms? <laughs> What's going to happen to Zoom after all this?
2: I think we're going to do less. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you, sometimes with the family.
0: It's easier. It's easier. Yeah, yeah, totally. Even my mom, like, can do the Zoom. Like, she's figured it out. And then with my dad, that's been great because, you know, they're both kind of at risk. They're older. They have. Right. My
1: parents, too.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a lot easier to do that. Uh, we had some. What did Baby Bob say? What was hers?
1: Um, hers was having time to enjoy coffee with my fake purple dinosaur every morning and oh. extra extra family time, cooking or just being together.
0: Oh, that's great. That's a good one. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I like Richmond Bramblets. Bramblets. His is really great. Uh, his was not having to pretend like I want to leave the house,
1: which <laughs> is good.
0: for for introverts and well, I don't know if he's introverted, but for homebodies everywhere. Stop sucking
1: up to the question at, uh, maker for a list of cuts. I know what you're doing.
0: <laughs> yeah. So DC rain 3422 said working from home with my children. You never get this time back. That's that's, that's right. Really
1: it's, it's true. I mean, and speaking of, I mean, for somebody that's got like a two year old, when I, when I'm at work a lot of times, you know, and the phone rings and it's the daycare and you're, you're, it's like your heart just like drops in your stomach. Cause you like, you, you're like, oh, did she like bump her head on a Yeah. On like a you know, running around in the playground or something. And it's just there is something about being able to like kind of glance over and see Gatsby, like walking around, or like being able to glance over and see her like playing. Like the people that you care about that normally you're away from during the day, I know Matt could probably relate because I know you always work from Home Tire, but like, you know, it's nice to be able to just kind of like look over on the other side of the room and see like your spouse or your dog or your your you know kids or loved one that's just kind of there that normally you have to wait till the end of the day to see those people. And, and that is kind of cool. I agree. There's a little bit of a downside
2: <laughs> of that is, is when I came home from work, uh, our dog Gatsby got so excited to see me, and we would have that little <laughs> moment. Yeah, and now we don't have that moment anymore. No, <laughs> oh, it's you. Now it's sort of like, yeah, whatever. You're always here, just like mom is.
0: I know she has like gotten over this. She's it like <laughs> first,
2: need to go back like, to oh. work so Gatsby will appreciate dad you. Dad left. He gave me a treat, and then when Dad came home, he gave me belly
1: rubs. And now Dad's all here, and I miss out on this stuff. <laughs> he doesn't appreciate. She doesn't, He doesn't appreciate you anymore. Yeah, Yeah, I
0: know. Uh, some great ones we got from online. Um, not Jennifer Riley said not wearing contacts, makeup or pants without elastic waistbands. (laughs) That's that's popular. Um, Katie B said wearing my slippers 24 seven. Agreed. Um, yeah, like what I was saying earlier, a lot of people said no traffic, which has been, we don't, Obviously, we work from home, but those people who il- are still going out and about or who are still going into work notice that. Uh, Ryan Stanford says uh, he's enjoyed going 75 miles an hour or more on New Circle Road. <laughs> so much less traffic. If you've ever driven on New Circle, you know that doesn't happen a lot.
1: I can't even imagine that.
0: I know. Sam Thomas said no Nashville traffic, which we can attest to. I mean, Nashville traffic's gotten horrible in the last couple of years. So just being able to go from like, I had to go to the vet to pick up Gatsby's medicine and it took Oh, uh, me-
1: did, did you pass George's?
0: <laughs> yeah, yes. I did. I did pass George's. Brilliant. I didn't even think about it, but yes, I waited. I it's laid. still up and running. It's All still good,
1: good, good, good.
0: Um, but yeah, it took me like 12 minutes, which it used to 10 years ago, but That's yeah. That's because-
2: awesome. So, Barney, does your workplace, do you think they're considering like, hey, we seem to be doing fine just working from home? <laughs> no, Maybe I don't think we anyone is. They're no, not we had a- huge building we <laughs> everybody working in and paying all this real estate and property taxes. No,
1: I, I, think, I think that, uh, I mean, and they're already kind of preparing people for that to say, hey, we are going to be going back to work. Uh, you know, and, and, and I think that it's going to be a rooted awakening for a lot of us. Um, my, now I'm going to continue to actually work from home and that was, that was actually arranged before all this happened, but I'm still going to need to travel. Like I do a lot for my job and, and, right. and I'm going to go to a lot of meetings and stuff. So, but my, you know, I would say probably on average three and a half to four days out of the week. I'll, I will be working here, um, from home. And so I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying that. But at the same time, like I said, I, I am ready to see other people, uh, you know, and, and put on clothes, but I, I've actually taken, I think Tyler, you know, had a timely post and, you know, uh, I thought it was really good that the advice that you gave to people about, you know, getting up, get dressed, take a shower. I mean, I, I, I've been taking a shower and getting dressed, but I've still just been kind of wearing like my shorts. Like I, I've been getting dressed, but I've been wearing like, you know, my casual clothes. Sure. Not like my pajamas, but it's just been right. nice to me to be able to just, you know, put on a polo and some shorts and and feel, you know, feel good about getting work done.
0: Well, it just makes it easier to have like the boundaries between work and home life. And yeah. although I saw, I think it was like someone in the Los Angeles Times did an op-ed about how people should still like dress up for work even when they're home, and not like their nice comfy clothes, but like suits. And I was like, Are "Oh, that's you ridiculous! Me? That's stupid! Like that nobody stupid. wants to sit around their house in a suit." Yeah, or like a, like a skirt. I like
1: I like getting dressed up for meetings and stuff, but I'm not. Oh, but but, yeah, not but you just around my house. Do you,
0: do you just do like a nice dress shirt and then like your shorts, or do? You- oh no,
1: I mean like I mean I'm talking about like if I go to like a, a nice client meeting or something, you know I, oh, yeah. I'm. I'll, I miss you know wearing a suit and stuff because there's also like kind of that satisfaction like Matt was saying you know you come home at the end of the day and it's like there's that it's just it is more of a clean boundary you know you take off like a suit and everything and it's kind of like okay now i'm home and it's not like you've just kind of been there all day
0: yeah so uh nick roush had a good one that i know matt will appreciate he's um his favorite part of quarantine is finally finishing all the marvel movies so yeah
1: wow where's he been (laughs) (laughs)
0: doing other stuff i guess uh, and he said he's 25% through and as a Star Wars fan, he thinks they might be better.
2: Totally. Uh, I a, as a whole probably so.
0: Yeah, there have been some bad Star Wars Star Wars movies. My
2: my favorite thing to ask Tyler during quarantine is do you want to watch the new Star Wars movie? We could do that and she goes, "Yeah, I guess we could do that." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean uh, this is in the theory, one,
2: we could. This is
0: the one you you came home and complained about for like a week.
2: This is the one when I watched it in Vegas. When we were yeah. down there for uh, those, the UK those two basketball UK, games. When there were sports. And I stepped outside oh. and I realized I was in a depressed state. Yeah. And was wondering why I spent three hours of my life watching the last hours. Yeah. So you
0: can see why I'm so eager to pull it up,
2: but (laughs) uh, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you will love it.
0: I don't think so. But if you (laughs) love Marvel movies, you can listen to Matt's podcast, two Uh, guys, one girl, Santa and Matt, tell them how they can listen.
2: Uh, you can follow us at guy, girl, Santa. And we always post our, uh, our podcast links, or you can, uh, Uh, you're on apple podcast we're on apple podcast you can look at two guys one girl santa and we talk a lot about marvel movies we've actually reviewed several of them we've even uh uh done like a maybe a bracket or a ranking of some of the the better ones you're Uh, in the
0: middle of a bracket right now right
2: we finished that oh you finished that bracket. we just finished a best action movie character bracket which was okay That was our March Bracket podcast. Yeah, that was good. So, so, so check it out. Uh, we're, we're about to co- record another one for Sunday. A little bit tougher during quarantine, although we've embraced the Zoom uh, before we all had to come in one place and record. And actually, I think things have actually gotten even better audio quality-wise
0: Yeah,
2: as we've done it through Zoom. Um, and it's made it easier for two of our podcast panelists that live a little, little bit across town Uh, The tougher part is one of our podcasters says two young children and with the quarantine life, it's harder for him to sort of (laughs) get away and getting away, coming (laughs) two blocks over to my house was easier actually, but because of social distancing, we're not doing that. And so it's interesting having a toddler
1: during, during the age of video conferencing, but clients have shown a lot of grace because they're doing the same things on their end. I mean, you know, my daughter, as soon as she hears me talking on the phone uh, or on the video, she comes running in and jumping up in my lap, <laughs> wants to see and yeah i I, I think that's maybe helped helped me close a couple of sales uh, the Your cutest
0: wife, uh, baby I posted an adorable picture, uh, yeah, and what
1: was funny on. was people. People commented on that, like they were like, "Oh, I wish it was a video call." It was a video call. I mean, I was. <laughs> there's nothing for me to do. I mean, it's it's it's, it's an unstoppable force. So it's it's a- well,
2: I uh, so I am pretty much on conference calls eight hours of the day. I yeah, I will attest to yeah. it. I mean, it's exhausting. I, I come into her office. Because I have to go through her office to the kitchen, and she just hears me on the phone most of the time. And Do you have before, to participate in all of them, or, or are you listening mainly? Uh, sometimes I'm listening. A lot of times I'm required to say something. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, maybe two months ago, if a kid or interrupted or screamed or whatever happened... Everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people would say, "Is oh my god, you know, come oh, on." Oh, it's so
1: unprofessional. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Right. Yeah.
2: Nowadays, you know, the person who is having their kid have a moment, whatever that moment is, I didn't realize you're on the phone, or I'm having something else going on my um, on my life that's causing this interruption. Now everybody is more of, "Hey, look, you know, fellow coworker, we get it. This is." This is a change yeah. that we're all adopting to. We're going to have a little bit more tolerance
1: about this and not just yeah. You know, Everyone's extending grace. Know. Everyone's extending grace. It's like you know we do these podcasts and the second we start, Gatsby you know comes tearing <laughs> through with a bone. I mean you know there's know, nothing I mean. you can do about it. You know I mean it's just She's glaring it's at you right
0: now. She's, She's like, just,
1: like I. I <laughs> talking about
0: She's on her. her yeah, left I mean, in my office just glaring. But.
1: She 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 misses my good the good scratchies, but. But yeah, I mean, it's just uh, you know, I think I think that's one thing that maybe we'll stick at it from this is extending grace to other people, you know, understanding that everybody's kind of in you know difficult circumstances from time to time, and you know, a lot of times you don't know everybody's story. I mean, how about the way that you start every email now with you know, I hope you and your family are well. I mean, you know, it's
0: trying time.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, uh, yeah. So for me.
2: I have a team that I have. I don't even have to. I choose to really have one-on-one conversations with at least every two weeks, um, and most of the time is to make sure that I've dedicated a portion of my time for for us just to talk on one-on-one about whatever they want to talk about. And most of the times, what they want to talk about is is their projects. But more recently, what they really want to talk about is how their life has changed and the complications that they're having to go through. And some of these people are doing okay, but some of them are not doing okay. Yeah. And for the, for the ones that maybe are struggling a little bit, I'm just like, you know what, we're not going to talk about work right now. We're just going to talk about how we're going to figure this out and how we're going to take the 30 minutes that we have or even longer, if I feel like we need it and, and, and get you, in a better mental state because that's good. That's good. as Andy says, we're, we're going to get through this <laughs> really and we're going to get through this together. Yeah. And and that's definitely something that has changed in my routine of, you know what, it's not just about work. It's about connecting together and, and making sure that we're, we're, we're growing uh, and, and improving uh, any way that we can and realizing that this is not a normal thing and we're really just trying to get through it and we're all figuring it out. And sometimes we just kind of have to throw our hands up and just say, like, I haven't figured this out yet. and yeah. I need
1: somebody to talk to you to help me figure it out so that I can That's move good. forward. It's been a free pass for people that struggle with empathy because we're all in this together, like you're saying. And so it's become really easy to put yourself in other people's shoes because you can sit there and, and it doesn't take a lot of imagination to say, hey, that could be me. Right. Yeah, it really could.
0: Well, we hope that this uh, group therapy session has helped everybody. Um, I was really, really pleased with the responses that we got online. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think that people are, you know, ready to reflect and share what they've learned. And maybe the fear isn't quite as bad as it was a month ago. No, just, Um, just, you just wait. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yeah. Well, people. We're
1: opening up. Is there ever a good time, since Matt, you do a movie pod, movie and, and entertainment podcast. Is there ever a good time in a movie where, where something opens up? They're like, we're opening up. Every time that something opens up, I feel like it just kind of swallows and, and kills it, the other it, thing. It's the Pandora's
2: box mythology of, yeah. Just or just like what you said about Independence Day. Wow, yeah, they're opening they up.
1: We got some lights. <laughs> Isn't this beautiful? <laughs> so, so pretty. It's about the movie, the boat, and like opens up I'm and swallows the submarine. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah.
2: We we are moving into this next phase, and, and and everybody's speculating about what it's going to be. We really don't know. We're using some bit of history uh, to maybe you know guess, but I mean, we don't know to be honest the last 30 to 45 days I was projecting a lot different situation than what we ended up with really uh, yeah well I, I thought it was going to be a lot more chaos and Pandemonium but it like up, just
1: a full-blown like disaster movie
2: I a little bit a little bit that was that was week one and a half for me yeah so, so I, I've learned to expect the unexpected but at the same time I I, I do think as things start to open up, we're going to learn something else about ourselves and learn something else different. And I do feel like there's this next phase coming on and I don't really know what it is, but I I don't want to say I'm excited, but I'm, I'm easing into the pool, so to speak. Yeah.
1: I, I just don't want this whole thing to be about money. Like I just, and I just, you know, and that's just my whole thing. I feel like that's one of the things that before there were just like a couple of weeks there where, we were all just kind of in this together and and to even bring up the you know the economic part about this that is awful was even just kind of taboo it was almost kind of like how can you talk about that at a time like this yeah. and now it's like the the tail that's wagging the dog and and you know i don't think we should be surprised i mean you know we do this after every mass shooting and school shooting and everything but you know I, it's kind of like how do we go back i just hope we don't go back totally to the way that we were before. I hope that we take some lessons and things learned from this, remember some of the good things, uh, remember some of the, the positive takeaways. um, And that, you know, it kind of doesn't just go back to business as usual, that we go back a more empathetic society, uh, more reflective society, and one that's more conscious in time, we're just more conscious of the environment and, and more, more conscious of spending time with our friends and family, which is all the things that we mentioned on the podcast today.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's a great way to wrap things up. Um, I appreciate everybody who gave us feedback uh, today. It was really, really great. Keep sending us tweets. I'm at Mrs. Tyler Barney. You're at fake Barney KSR and you are at Mr. T.T. Mr. Mr. KSR. Mr. Tyler KSR, excuse me um we will probably do another one of these next week um i don't know if we're going to come up with a new fun you know distracting topic or if we're just going to send, us, send it. us some
1: ideas of things yeah. that open up that aren't bad i mean I, i'm just thinking of godzilla <laughs> opening up his mouth and the blue flames come out i mean what 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 good happens when things open up right you know what's good's gonna happen it's gonna be may,
2: ah! it's gonna
0: be
1: may. that's right. All
0: right we gotta end it on that Okay, guys, um, as always, leave us a review. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Go catch.